Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Sky Sports Radio Racing HQ. It's time for Behind the Gates. Uh, Jason Witham filling in today. Luke Marlowe having a bit of time off. Anthony Manton is also uh, indisposed today. So the third emergency gets the run, as I said earlier. And uh, so we'll see how we go over the next hour or so. Darren Flindell. Morning to you, Darren. Good morning, uh, Jason. Welcome aboard. Thank you. I'm a little nervous. I don't know what to expect for this next hour. <laughs> Well, Brad Davidson will keep you on your toes. Well, it's a motley crew, isn't it, eh, sometimes? But uh, anyway, we'll see how we go. There's a little bit to discuss. So, Brad, good uh, morning to you. Good morning, Jase. Good morning, Darren. And Hurls, when he gets here, nothing to be uh, nervous about, Jase. <laughs> the fourth emergency lock eagle won the Ingham the other week. That's so, true. the third emergency, the third. You'll be flying. But no, <laughs> looking forward to discussing uh, today's program. If, uh, sometimes you've just got to step in if Hurls keeps on whinging, so you've just got to be mindful of that. Sometimes he just keeps on going, you've just got to pull him into, into uh, rain. Well, I'm sure he'll, sure he'll have a response to that. Hello again, Hurls. Oh, pot calling the kettle black, fair income. Would <laughs> boo Santa Claus, would Brad? So, um, yeah, no, welcome to the board, Jase. Yeah, thank you. Are you on holiday weather. somewhere, Hurls? Uh, not at the moment, no. Why? Oh, that's next week. Uh, yeah. Oh, I said I'd do behind the gates next week, but my last day officially is Thursday. That's right. You'll, For you'll, a few weeks. You're like the, uh, you, you get the school holidays off, don't you, every year, Hills? That's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> so I had my little bloke during the, or half the school. Well, I had that time off, so yeah, it's important. Yeah. I've already had someone saying, I don't mean to be critical, guys, but geez, can't take a trick with your behind the gates multi. Do you mm. think you could get one up for this little punter this week, please? So, pressure's on, well, eh? Well, we got, uh, we've got, got uh, brought unstuck last week a few times, but anyway, we, we go again, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can have a bit more joy this week. Got unstuck a few times. <laughs> oh, I think, yeah, there was a couple there that, that uh, went down last week, but anyway, it's. Uh, I don't know, maybe, uh, yeah, Look, we, I know people don't like highways and things like that, but I think we even uh, went clear of those last week, so it was just one of those weeks where it didn't pan out, and uh, yeah, hopefully, I mean, if you follow the long term, you'd still be in front, so hopefully that's, uh, we can get back on track this week. Yeah, I think even the, uh, the, the Friday punters panel were having a bit of a, a go at, uh, well, I'm not going to say us, but you boys, <laughs> last oh, they, yesterday. They, they were certainly having a go yesterday, I, I listened uh Talking about a, a dollar, uh, us putting in a dollar forty pops. So I think they should maybe just concentrate on trying to get a multi this year. That'd be good, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, is there a clip of, of what they actually said? I missed it. Brad, text me. Uh, I think we might have a clip of uh, what they said yesterday, having a go at us. But uh, mate, I've looked at the stats, and what do they call pot calling kettle black? Uh, we've got them covered. There it is. Behind the gates multi tomorrow, so looking forward to them all putting a dollar seventy favourites in their four legs. I like the little jab there to Marlow and the, the behind the gates boys. Dollar <laughs> forty Dave. shots, the dollar forty uh, shots. Plenty of them there tomorrow, so they have they have a couple of shoes from it. Might be hard for them. Well, so there we there. go. Geez, it's a bit of a uh, bit, bit of a they, dig, isn't it? Hey? They did they did give us plenty of horses to choose from because the ones they chose from, I think they'll still be running at about six pm tonight. <laughs> Well, I've got the multi in front of me. I think it's uh, Tardelli in the first, Tardelli in the first, Acapella Sun, Louisville and Junquera. They're the four, I think, from yesterday. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure what price they were given for that, but they're the four. So We are due, I will, 
I will grant you that. We are due, but um, yeah. Overall, if you had a back that, uh, well, I've got, got the stats for the last six months, you'd be, uh, oh, you'd be in front, definitely. Let's not forget the huge advantage those boys get on a Friday as well. Um, oh. Not only getting first dibs, but uh, for instance, finding horses that will be running at Canterbury on the Friday that are still in the market for Saturday... And uh, you know you're getting the premium odds because they'll be they'll be coming out at some stage mm. and there'll be deductions and they're they're locked in at the one price. It's a huge free kick. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now you've got a promo for them to play on their show. <laughs> <laughs> so I but, resent that business about odds on favourites. I've never put an odds on favourite in in my life. There we go. There's another. Oh, little, and twelve dollars last week. Another little soundbite. Um, and I think uh, Lechvart coming out today has affected our multi, hasn't it, Brad? Yeah, I went. I was really keen on Lechbart today, and I thought she was the best gamble of the day. Clearly, and when I looked at scratching time at seven thirty this morning, I was flat as a biscuit. I can give you the tip. Uh, yeah, I, I, gee, I thought she'd go close. Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming there must be an issue there because it was such a beautiful race for her uh, today. Unfortunately. Yeah, Joe. Earlier today, we spoke to him um, this morning. He said the white blood cell count was a bit higher today, so just okay. uh, willing to just yeah, nothing serious. Just looking ahead to the Bell of the Turf at Gosford in, in a week or two, and. He's just going to save Lechvart for uh, for that, so all still on, on track for that. Um, somebody says, uh, hey guys, no need to give DF an early crow today. He already had that covered at Wyong during the week. What was that, Darren? The, the early crow. Hmm. Are they referring to me getting the photo in the, wrong, in the last wrong with London? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you didn't? Maybe. Are they, I, don't, I didn't. I don't know what. Are they assuming yeah. by wire? I'm not sure. Or I think that, that, uh, apparently that's it. Yeah, I'm hearing. Well, there I never said go. it was home. No, no it did no. look home. Uh, though, didn't it? It, it, it did. It yeah, I just. Oh. I think I just said it's three lengths clear, and then uh, and then was watching Highness running on. Uh, <laughs> I um, I called it out. Yeah. What what do <laughs> we what do we make of uh, of, of, of Highness and um, and the second horse in that race? Well, at the moment, I'm um, more excited now to see this favourite go around in the first at Ramwick Amazing Eagle, the way it trialled there at Rose Hill. It might be the one that comes right into Magic Millions calculations. Big raps. Big raps. Um, but, yeah, uh, Gerald Jason, seemed pretty confident. Yeah. Mm, sorry, just go slightly off topic. Jason, uh, does, don't you'll be happy to hear this. Jerome Luai is apparently signed with the West Tigers on a five-year deal. I don't yes, think it's in next year. It's the year after, from what oh, I understand. So that's um, good news. You're track players too. So, mm. well, we, can, we had a bit of good news in the week. Mm. We could use all the good news we can take, Darren, can't we? <laughs> it was Tiger. Christmas come early for uh, for all Tiger supporters. There's been a lot of merriment uh, in the West this week. A lot of hard times over the last. Well, I don't know how many years, but <laughs> we'll take uh, we'll take any glimmer of uh, of hope we can get. I think for sure. So, um, so yeah, dollar fifty-five, amazing eagle boys. Is that uh, is that a fair price? Probably well, if he runs. Yeah, I see. Well, it looks like a node goes okay. I'm not sure there should be that much between amazing eagle and a node in the market, but I'm expecting an easy win from amazing eagle today. Hmm. Yeah, his recent trial was outstanding, wasn't it, Darren? I mean, the time as well, eight lengths faster than a node on the day. Says a lot. I mean. The only little niggle in the back of my mind is when they trial at home, they've got to go away now to Ramwick. It's new surroundings for a young horse, and he's got to go and do that. But, gee, on that trial, I mean, he's under less pressure than a node, who I think is the danger in the race, and he's running eight lengths faster time. I'm a big times man, so 
Gee, you would have to have a bad day to be getting beaten today, you would think. But interested to see what he can do from a million's perspective because there's a few there bobbing their head up. But, you know, it's, it's still really up for grabs that race next month. So maybe he uh, gets to the top of the old uh, list there if he comes out and blows them away today. Who are you with early, Brad? Magic moves. Uh, well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, you, you look at it and you go, well... Storm Boy, the winner on Wednesday, they're probably top of the, the tree at the moment. There's been nothing to really jump out of the ground for mining Queensland. I mean, those stakes races last week, particularly the feeling ready, um, you know, they were as weak as they come. So I think you're still waiting for one to really bob up, and, and maybe it is this amazing angle today, but then again, if he doesn't, then you're back to your, your Storm Boys and, uh, and Highness on, on Wednesday. So we'll, we'll wait and see how that pans out today to see what Traffic Warden does down there at mm. Caulfield in the first mm-hmm. today, being a distant second behind Storm Boy. Uh, yeah, but it was a good run. It, it was it's probably... I, I don't think he can beat Storm Boy moving forward, but I thought that was a very sound run. I know Brody Nixon had tipped it that day, and, um, yeah, I thought it was beaten probably two and a half lengths. I actually thought it was a good run. What did you make of the placement down south there? Is, is that purely to get the prize money there in a, in a weeker race? It was it was normal, normal so. for Randwick, yes. I think, yeah, in in mm. the first race here today, wasn't it? So. Yeah, and they pulled the pin pretty quickly on uh, on Randwick. Mm. I think they would have just thought, well, this this horse of Joe Ryan's pretty good, selling Alexios, so let's go down there. Uh, does look a weaker race. There's nothing in in that in that Melbourne race that's really jumped out really well. So I think they just obviously got a bit of a form team with Don Boone, I think, in in behind the scenes and that. So they would have looked at that and gone, well, this is a bit of an easier race. Let's go there. Makes sense, for sure. Yeah, well, let's face it, uh, if Traffic Warden was to run in Sydney today and finish second again, he wouldn't have enough prize money to make the millions. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think that was Although, the... Although, uh, uh, actually, I'm not even sure if it's eligible for the uh, for the millions, actually, Traffic Warden. But okay. But just from a, from a form, sort of, to, to get our line on Storm Boy, who clearly looks the one to beat at the moment. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, a text here for, uh, says, Morning, boys. Thoughts on race nine, number seven, Espresso. I think it has great each way claims. Good first up record. Likes a good track. Good luck with the multi. From Nick, Newcastle. Good luck. Have a great good, Christmas. Good first up start. Stable going well. Gate one. Yeah, and there's been money for it. $21 went up. Uh, it's now a $13 chance. Stack of speed in this race, so that should play into his hands. Could just sit on the back of the speed and uh, and close off. But watching his trial at Newcastle, I, I don't know how much was in the locker there in the last uh, 100 metres or so of that trial because I was giving serious consideration to tipping this as a, as a run-on horse, but the trial just didn't grab me enough to, to put it in the numbers. Yeah, I've got, I've got second pick here. I agree the trial was nothing flash, but I think he does that. He just tends to just, just poke around at the trials and not do a great deal. Um, so, oh, look, your stable, as Pearl said, really good, fresh stable, but they're always informed, this stable. I mean, he's one of the best uh, up-and-coming trainers in Australia. He, his strike rate's phenomenal, and uh, he does a, a tremendous job with his horses, Nathan Doyle. That's why I sent one to him about a couple of years ago. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I just think uh, it gets a good run, roughy in the race, and a definite chance. Probably would have preferred 1,100, but I think uh, six or seven other horses in the race are in that same boat. So... Gives, it, gives his horse a really good chance. Yeah, when I spoke to Nathan earlier today, he didn't exude confidence. He said the trial was okay, um, agreeing with you, Darren, and I, I think perhaps you know, reading between the lines might have been slightly disappointed with it, but from gate number one, probably not, not ideal either. So, um, 
you know, perhaps uh, the confidence is not high about Espresso, but more hopeful than uh, than anything. Um, text says, who's chopping onions? <laughs> I thought, I thought it, was somebody, it was a knock on the door. <laughs> so did I. I thought somebody getting a knock on the door. I was about to say, well, someone please answer the door. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't me. Not your dog, is it, Darren? Huh? Oh, oh, yes, yeah, Jack's here, bloody <laughs> That was him, yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> tap in the floor, tap, 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 tap. Nick was right on the Jack, that. they're talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you, you might have a tip for us, like, uh, what do they have, the octopus in the World Cup? Maybe we'll get a tip off him. You know? Jack, <laughs> Jack. Jack. Jack, tap three times if this horse is going to win. Uh, yes, that's, that's the one. We've, we've, we've lowered ourselves to that level now. He stretched out like a starfish here. The heat's got to him. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be a warm one today out there, boys, isn't it? I think 34 is the expected high. Mm, yeah, we're getting used to these hot Saturdays, aren't we? Absolutely loving this weather. Sounds you love amazing. it, Earl? Oh, yeah, you can absolutely love it. Take yeah. six buttons down the shirt. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> or no shirt. No shirt at all. Uh, as we uh, currently speak, but no, give me this r- weather. You know, sometimes you got a day. I think Thursday was a tad excessive, but I'll still take that over the freezing cold any why, day of the week. That's why we're glad we're on radio when you've got your <laughs> shirt off, Earl. Yeah. <laughs> um, Someone says race nine. It's Dollar Magic Day today from Liam. Can he can he get his overdue win or her overdue win? Brad, yes. No, Darren. Yeah, yeah quite possibly. Um, with all the speed and the race, uh, she'll have that option. She could probably just take a sit. Might even get the the leaders back position with uh, time to boogie makes the running or, or squad or command approved. There's there's so many of them like they'd like to charge forward and try state as well from the wide gate. Yeah, I think Dollar Magic been uh, so consistent, been a, a great money spinner for a connection, just keep picking up the big prize money by running second on Saturday. So the owners are having a fill up without winning. They're not going up in the handicap. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to win. <laughs> no, she's uh she's a beauty, isn't she? Just super consistent. Lacks probably that half a length to really put them away at this level and the only other knock I would suggest would be 1,100 back to 1,000 at this stage of the preparation. Um, like I said, a lot of these aren't 1,000 metre horses, but you just maybe want the fresh horses on the scene at this sort of trip. So that would be my only concern. But look, she's super consistent and she's in the top four for me. There is a stack of speed in that race, isn't there, Darren? With mm. um, squad and Brad and command approved, um, time to boogie, yep. dollar magic. It's just going to be on. I think it's it the fastest be, yeah. pace race of the day. I was just having a little look here at Dollar Magic. Uh, she's had five runs this preparation and has made over a hundred thousand in prize money without winning a race. <laughs> wow! It's a bit about the prize money in New South Wales, isn't it? Eh? <laughs> For what it's worth, um, and we'll probably cover it off on this race pretty thoroughly now. I really like Squad. I love when the Hawks team bring their horses up after racing in Victoria. Wasn't asked to do a lot uh, behind Roger Brewer in a trial recently mm. and uh, yeah it goes well fresh i think it's a, a very very good bet today yes so i zoned in on time to boogie and squad i like the way both those horses trialed for this so i went three to be four mm. you brad yeah time to boogie for me uh, hills interesting i don't know what the the flux have been this morning for squad i thought they might take it on the market just simply with that long break um generally the market's against those sort of horses so 
I mean, yeah, coming for time to boogie, but is it solid or what's the... What's very the solid. Like? Yep, yep. Mm. Second most amount of money invested on the race. It's been $5 to four eighty back to $5, and I suggest it's probably going to SP around that mark. Um, time to boogie will start favourite, 310 to 290 but I'm going to hazard a guess that that market, uh, even though we're probably five or six hours away, um, is pretty much what you see is what they're pretty much going to jump at, I would suggest. Right. Um, thoughts on Lyrical Gangster in the fourth is from um, Troy from the Gong. The run two back was remarkable and then got bogged on a wet track last time. Hope it runs in the chances, gets their chance at Randwick today. I suppose he makes a good point. You're taking sort of $3 about it on Gong Day in the heavy track and, you know, more suitable firm ground today, you're going to get probably upwards of $5. Well, those early races at Kembla that day was in the in the first race, and that was very much on pace dominated. Iowa led unanimous that second, and unanimous ran Iowa down. Gave away a huge start, Lyrical Gangster, and it was going up the inside where the, the better going certainly wasn't uh, there. So definitely worth another, another chance because that Kenzo win at the midweek was pretty impressive. Yeah, look, he's never going to be a horse that I'll gravitate towards. I've got a, a rule written at home above the computer. Do not back any backmarkers, particularly under $20, and he is the absolute backmarker. So he just needs too much to go right as a result, but he's got a, a booming last 200 metres, and I'm sure he'll be the one flashing to the line. But those horses, uh, they generally flash and, and suck you in again and again. But, um, look, he's been able to, to, to be successful already. This preparation, he will appreciate the drier ground. But for me, I'm... I'm with Capacuri. I thought he uh, set up quite nicely off a couple of confidence-boosting wins up there in, in Queensland. 54 kilos, he can be much, much closer from that inside draw. And uh, I thought his late strength was terrific last time out when having to go back from the gate. So I thought he should be favourite here. I think toes on the nose is vulnerable. Um, he's been given peaches by Nash the last couple. Now goes to 61. 2000's a query for mine. I know he had excuses. He's only run at 2000 in the past when he had to work early. But I just think he's got all the right runs of late. And I, I didn't think he was super strong through the line the other day. So I think 61-2000, whitey draw as well, which shouldn't pose too many issues. But I thought I was happy to take him on and, and uh, back Kapakiri in that race. He'll be my selection for the multi, um, spoiler alert oh, as okay. well. Um, I, know, I know he was impressive visually there, Brad, but is there a question mark on what he beat up there in, in Queensland? Uh, yeah, look, a few of those have come out and, and run well since, like... Certainly in sort of benchmark 68s around Ipswich, but they've all come out and, and run well. So I think the form stacks up okay. The time was terrific. The late strength was there. And one thing about him, he's going to love 2,000 metres as well. And like I said, unlike the last two starts where he's drawn wide and had to go right back, you see three starts, he goes right up there on speed. That was with the shades on. But I just think they can, they can be third, the fence, fifth, the fence here, peel out at the right time with 54. And I thought he found a really winnable race out to 2,000 at the right time of his preparation. Hmm. Is there much speed in that race? Does Iowa sort of get it out all his own way in front there? Iowa should, yeah, get it get it out in front. Um, definite chance as well, coming good at the right time if you can reproduce that last effort. Um, but I just think the 54 is the key here, the, the lightweight for a horse that's progressing the right way. Um, not sure if you mentioned it, uh, but who wins the last fellas? Mitch from Robertson. Darren, who wins the last? Well... Um, <laughs> Not an easy race, the last. I think contemporaries, contemporaries a chance. Um, June Quira, uh, see where she can settle in the run. Mm. This might be a handy race for her. I think Excelidas has tried well. And um, obviously, I think Dalalart's a bit of a hope here. The mm. more I, I keep looking at the, at the field, 
Now, he's had that freshen up. He had a, a proper holiday uh, for two weeks and did nothing. And he worked during the week with his stablemate, Boston Rocks, as a short favourite in an earlier race. If he can ping, ping out here and, and lead, he might give a very good sight like he did on Melbourne Cup Day when he was nabbed right on the way by Carpo Strata there. So um, not an easy race, but I'm quietly optimistic. Dalalat uh, is a chance here today. Yeah. I made him the fourth pick, but uh, Contemporary, I thought, was probably the one. Yeah, it doesn't look to be enough as much speed in this race, does there? So Dalalat might get an easy time in front. Jason Collett did a lot of riding on Dalalat in the earlier days, so uh, he knows the horse well and he knows how good he can go when he's fresh. All right. Who do you like in the last, Brad? Yeah, he just gets the right setup today, doesn't he, Dale? A lot twelve hundred dry ground. That's his go in life, and um, he, you know he's getting up in the weights now. But he's got to be a, a chance, and he's in my top uh, numbers. I, I'm with Contemporary on top, but a little bit nervous. I look didn't handle the wet track the other day, but did drift significantly, maybe because of the wet ground. But always a little bit wary when the, when the syndicates are that against them late. They're saying something that we're not that last couple of minutes and. Probably should have gone close to winning two starts ago. They just got the tactics awfully wrong. Um, just fell asleep the first 200 metres of the race. And I'm not sure if that's jockey error or whether it's the way that got off and what the horse ridden. But I really think if they change the tactics with this horse and actually... And jumps OK, but they just seem to be so negative on him all the time. And when you do that in races, I don't care who you are, you find it hard to win um, when you're that negative early. So if they put him in the race and... And get him close enough, he's got a nice finish, but he's no superstar and you can't have him seven lengths off the lead and expect him to win. So um, I think tactics are key again there today. Any money for anything in the last hills? No, it's a very, very quiet race at this stage. It's 4.40 the field, uh, contemporary and show high at $4.40. Um, nothing really backed at all, actually. Yeah, it's a tough way to finish. Mm, it is. Uh, mm. uh, what's the team's thoughts on King of the Castle on the quick backup in uh, race seven from old mate at your minor? Mm. Well, for what it's worth, uh, I keep saying, and I've been proven right a lot, and Rattle backed me up on this stable uh, when they back their horses up, have a sensational record. So, um, yeah, well, on that alone, you've got to respect it. I actually thought another one would run a really good race. I know it's Danny mm. Beasley's come to town for the ride as well, but it's a good race. When he, when he won last time at Kembla uh, on Gong Day, he was on the quick back up there, Brad Darren. Yeah. Mm. And he seems to really, really thrive at the mile. Yep. They've, they've tried the longer distances, and I just don't think he has that, uh, that, that spring home that he does at the end of a mile, so... I've got him in the numbers. I quite like Glory Days, uh, resuming here as a gelding. and had a really good preparation in its first go here. It ran in the Irish Derby a year and a half ago. Um, it's style, I thought it was all right. It was really strong through the line when that trial was over at Newcastle. I think that was 1,200 metres uh, there. So over a mile, I think this just gets a nice run, not too far off the speed, and looks a good each way bet, uh, Glory Days. Another one, well, it'll just get the run of the race there. I think third leader's back. King of the Castle hitting the line hard. And my roughie for the day, the big roughie, is the ex-Hong Kong horse, Excellent Proposal, who now mm. steps up to mile. He was run off his legs at his first start over 1,100 metres. He couldn't keep up in the hunter. But I think now that he's got those runs under his belt and he's up to his right distance with blinkers going on today, I think he's a good 50-to-1 pop.
34 now, 34 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't talk anything, anyone out of anything here, really. Like I said, I was very bullish about the chances of Lekbar, but now that she's out, I, I think it's a pretty open race. I think Grabini's probably worth another chance off the disappointing run last time, but. He did jump better the other day, but he can miss it and do a fair bit wrong. Um, King of the Castle's got to be a great chance on the back up. He, he beat Lock Eagle at a mile going back about five starts ago, so that form reads well with that horse winning an Ingham. And yeah, I think he's got to be a great chance again. I, I didn't think there was a great deal between four or five of them here and um, wouldn't knock Darren making a case for those like excellent proposal at odds too. And what about uh, Kerwin's Lane? He savaged the line there in the Ingham and uh, ran well the start prior. And he's having his last start today, boys, as well. He's going to be retired. There you go. Mm. There you go. Yeah, look, he, he gets gnashed today. Um, he, he's weighted up to his best. That's the only thing I would say. But he loves a Ramwick Mile. So it might be a fairy tale finish for him. He's definitely a chance to. Yeah, the last run was better. I uh, put him in our multi earlier on in this preparation and got castigated by Luke uh, <laughs> for its inclusion, and I thought, yeah, you're right. I won't be doing that again. No, good work that castigated, isn't it? I can see Luke castigating you too. <laughs> what about, uh, somebody says, what about Tai Lung in the highway? Mark. Oh. <laughs> I think it's first up, isn't it, today? Well, yeah, well, look. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't talk you out of it. A horse that's definitely shown ability in the past, but it's hard to get away from the favourite here, isn't it? I mean, he's won convincingly at the track and distance about six weeks. He's been kept fresh. He's had a nice trial. And he won in harsher conditions than he faces today because of the set weights. He gets in even better. I think his only problem is how they ride him. I mean, if they just ride him like the best horse and put him four wide, that's no issue around one turn. But if they want to get smart and go back eight lengths, then it could get rolled just to find cover for 100 metres. I just do not understand it around one turn. Sometimes they do that. So it all depends on tactics with him. But if they just ride him like the best horse, he should be getting the job done. Acapella Sun and Florino, the, the clear dangers. Florino's a much better horse than he showed there fresh. He just over-raced badly and had run his race before the turn. But I just don't think he's a 1,000-metre horse, and I think Acapella Sun is looking for 1,100 too. So I think it all points back to him. Emperor, he ran sensational time last time and got the best last 200 performance of the day in the, in the process, and, and now he's so well off at the weights under the set weights. So he's hard to knock. Very hard to knock, uh, <clears throat> Emperor. Yes, uh, they gelded him too uh, prior to that return in the highway on, uh, on Cup Day. Yeah, he was explosive there. I think he wins. And uh, Acapella Sun runs second. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a fair Quinella, isn't it? Probably won't pay much, though. I think uh, everyone's stepping them one, too. Um, someone says, what about, uh, so race six and eight, King of Dubai in the sixth and Surprazi in the eighth as their values of the day. Comments on them. Um, sorry, what was the first horse? King of Dubai. So it's Jason Coyle's horse in race six, oh, the right, 1100 metres, 72. Yeah, one at Canterbury there. First up about three mm. weeks ago. I like this horse a bit. Uh, he trialled really well leading up to that Canterbury win that night. It was a good ride by Hippo. He jumped to the front. He controlled it. And when it was under siege late, the, the horse showed a lot of fight. They put it in a, a better race last week and, and scratched. So they've waited for this race today. Yeah, I think he's one of the winning chances, King of Dubai. I, uh, I like it credited uh, a fair bit. It... Um, it trialled at Warwick Farm about a month ago alongside mm. Terramata. And Terramata's been explosive in two wins. And the credited came out 
and was able to win at Warwick Farm. And I was, I was just impressed that day. I, I'd given up on the turn. I thought, oh, it's a shot duck. It's being shuffled back. It's hard ridden. Horses don't generally win like that at Warwick Farm. So I, that was very impressive. So I got accredited on top. I think Nathan's horse, Nathan Doyle, with Boston Rocks, he trialled quite nicely at Newcastle and he's got a nice profile for a lightly raced horse. King of Dubai, they were my main pick, 7, 10 and 12. Yeah, I think Accredited's uh, got a bit of ability too. And we spoke to Joe earlier, Darren, he, he was quite effusive in his uh, in his praise of Accredited. Certainly his potential, more than anything, I think. More... Effusive? Yes. Uh, that was well, well, that, <laughs> Effusive? Wow. Mm, well, you can be castigated, I can be effusive. <laughs> so, as long as you're not becoming obstreperous. Well, exactly, that's right. Simon would appreciate that, don't worry. <laughs> uh, um, uh, accredited currently eight dollars, but uh, look, he, he did look a horse that you know is going to go a long way. Um, whether or not he, he goes on with it today in this sort of deeper company um, remains to be seen. And the wide gate as well, he's going to have to make up a lot of ground, isn't he? Yes, very true, but uh, there's a bit of an engine there. There is. Brad, you don't rate it at all, do you? Because I think you said pre scratchings yesterday, you marked it about 25. I did, yeah. I'm quite. I'm quite harsh though on the data, right? The data spits him out as needing to find four lengths and maybe you give him a, a length or two improvement. But I think the market will be soft on him because there's just been no substance to his form at the moment. Um, he's, he hasn't run any time and he comes up with a wide draw here. And like I said, I, I think when you, you know, I just, I'm a big data man and the data's spitting out definitely 20 plus. So, um, I don't think you'll get anywhere near that price, but I think you'll get sort of ten, eleven dollars. I think the syndicates will be a little bit against him just simply because of those reasons and the fact that Mary McBoy hasn't sort of franked the form since either. So I think he's a nice horse for the future, but I just wonder whether it might be next prep or the prep after. But um, I've been burnt a few times with these horses. Like I, you know, there's a few times throughout early in, in his career. Think about it. You know, I would I potted him a few times because again, he just done no. He had no substance with his early times and. And that, but he was a horse that could just keep improving, and that's the thing you can't you can't measure with these horses is how much improvement they have. So I'm trying to be less less super against these types because they just keep finding a, an extra level. But like I said, he probably needs to find three and a half lengths today on what he did there the other day to be in the finish. So yeah. I think it might be too much of a jump. But look, I'm with Boston Rocks. I, I think he I think he's really progressive, but I think we might get a better price about him late. Um, I, I really do think that. I think that there's, there's definitely a few good form judges that I've spoken to or listened to this week that are against him. And, uh, you know, there hasn't been a lot of substance in his form either. But what he's, do, what he's done is he's run time. And I just love the quick turnaround here. He looks to have come back even better. His recent trial was quickest of the morning, much quicker than Royal Merchant, way to the stars on the day. And in my opinion, was under less pressure than those horses. And we've seen Royal Merchant come out and win. Way to the Stars has been going really well despite failing last start. So I think he sets up well here. They've just got to ride him probably with a, with a sit and just give him that kind run, sort of one out, one back and present at the right time. I think he's going places. So that was the way I land. I've, I've sort of made him the best of the day, but um, I do think we'll get a better price later. Okay. So someone says, guys, does Davo like horses ridden forward? Just being sarcastic, Matt. Oh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I tell you, and, and people will have a go at me for this, but... If you've got a apprentice school for jockeys, it's the first thing you should be teaching them. Put a horse in the race and you'll win 20% more races than you will by going back. But unfortunately, most of them get told a lot of the times by trainers, oh, we want them ridden with cover, we want them ridden back, and the tactics are just mind-boggling sometimes. 
Yeah, well, I, I guess stats back that up, don't they? Um, in terms, oh, 100%. yeah, in terms of you know, you talk about bias and tracks and that sort of thing. It's um, it's more often. That's why, water, that's why Waterhouse and Bot uh, win yeah, a lot of races. Mm. Is they just they just win them by getting them on speed and and keep going. I understand the other you know side. You, you want to teach horses to relax and and give them kind runs, but you know, races are won in the first two hundred, not the last two hundred. And there's never what been a better year Sorry. than this year to adopt those type of tactics either with the amount yeah. of dry tracks we've had all the way through. Mm. What do you make of the... Um, we saw a trial and be ridden back and hit the line. What do you think of the run of Iona Merck last, uh, yeah, last Saturday in the last? They adopted the same tactics. Yeah, nice run. But again, you know, when you get that far back, you, you need too much to go right and you, you, you rarely win. So um, next time they'll be hoping for a barrier where they can be a lot closer and, and use that turn of foot that the horse had. Um, just off topic a little bit, some good news stories this week, weren't there? I saw uh, Rachel King uh, yesterday signing autographs at Canterbury. Uh, that uh, looked good, Darren, with um, a lot of the kids getting autographs and selfies and that. And we saw um, quite a, a band of jockeys and ex-jockeys out at the, the children's hospitals this week as well, spreading a bit of cheer. It's, uh, it's good to see. Yeah, certainly uh, well done to everybody involved there. Ter- terrific work by all involved. And I know there's a lot of chatter out there about that, about... You know, really building up that, um, I guess, uh, connection between jockeys, in particular, um, with the fans. And you, know, you can see photos last night on social media, and I did see a photo of Rachel with two young fans, and you can see their eyes light up, and all of a sudden they leave there thinking, oh, I want to be a, a jockey when I grow up, or I want to be part of the racing industry. And, you know, whether we go to the lengths of what Hong Kong do with all the plush toys and all that, I don't know whether <laughs> that would, would work, you know, whether we've got... Big enough, but maybe for your, you know, your, your winxes and your nature strips and, and horses like that, um, you know, maybe we need to, to sell the sport better and, and and get it out there a bit more. We can only we can only do more, is, is what you say. I reckon a a bobble head of you, Dave, I would go really well, mate. Hills <laughs> <laughs> would have it in his car, and every time he stops at the light, he give it four jabs. <laughs> That'd be a voodoo doll, hey? <laughs> Maybe. Very good. <laughs> That's right. Uh, speaking of Hong Kong, I saw uh, J-Mac came out in the week and said that, uh, well, he's back on, I think, the 1st of January, but he didn't discount the possibility of him heading over there later in his career, Darren. Yeah, it all makes sense. Um, but James is about 31 now, so he'll probably... Um, you know, press on here for a little while, but it, it's good to have that long-range plan. From our point of view, it's probably getting a little bit concerning now that the quality of riders that we are losing uh, to Hong Kong, now we're, we're sort of mm. minus Hugh Bowman and Brenton Abdullah there at the moment, then if James decides to go in a year or two, uh, that, that does create a fair bit of a, a vacuum here in Sydney. Yeah. Is, is it a case of, I mean, I can, I can see some similarities with, with golf at the moment and the, and the live tour where, where you know, the PGA Tour has lost a lot of the really good golfers to that tour. Is it just a case of the most mini- money wins in these situations and Hong Kong's got the most money? Well, it's well, a pretty good they're... lifestyle over there for the fact they only mm. ride twice a week. Uh, some trials, a lot of them live on track as well, so you just get out of bed, you go over the, the fence and, and ride your horse's work in the morning. Two meetings a week. Uh, for those that love their golf and other activities, it's a, it's, it's a pretty easy lifestyle for top money. Mm. I think the uh, 15% tax rate is also appealing. Um, yeah, yes. it, it, it all, it's just a perfect storm, isn't it, of, of all that. But I think racing minister, uh, administrators in Australia really need to be mindful of that, particularly with a guy like J-Mac, because 
those top jockeys. A lot of people just go to the pub on a, on a Saturday and, and back those jockeys. So it's, it's, it's a lot of wagering dollars and a lot of eyeballs, a lot of media, J-Mac and, and, all, and that. So I think it's hard, isn't it? Because sometimes, you know, you go and say, well, jockeys are getting paid really well already. So how far do you go when training costs keep going up and, and there's other parts of the industry that need looking? Punters are at the bottom of the pecking order by mile and, and desperately need more attention in terms of, you know, things done to make hunting um, even better. So in a way, they're kind of last last in, in sort of a pay rise perspective but at the same time you're mindful of losing those big hoops so you, you, you want to do whatever you can to keep them here as well mm. I might just throw something in Opie Bossom is uh, on the dollar fifty favourite in the first at Tarapa this morning I'm 99% sure that if he is only one ride short of 2,000 winners in uh, in New Zealand, so that's remarkable. He's got ninety um, Group Ones to his name too. I looked at that yesterday. I thought, God, ninety. What did you uh, say earlier, Hurls? You're having a brekkie bet already, are you? Yeah, dollar <laughs> <laughs> seventy. Looks money. What time is race on? It's <laughs> yeah. about seven minutes. Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, two thousand winners is great in uh, in anyone's language. Uh, speaking of a lot of winners, um, the uh, the John Farnham farewell tour comes to an end for D Oliver over in the West tonight. There'll be a few hanging around after Ramwick and uh, and going on to maybe back D Oliver instead of W Pike in the last tonight. Ah, Munamek, eh? Hey? He's on Munamek yeah. in the last hour. Mm. Drawn out a bit, on I think. Mm. 8.32pm. Mm. Yep. Yeah. That will uh, bring to an end uh, a good career. Um, been a tremendous career, hasn't he? He's been a... Um a face of the sport that everyone relates to for the last 30, 40, how many years? And, um, yep, it's uh, it's kind of fitting, isn't it, that he, he finishes up in in the home state. They've done a, a big job to build it with the, the stand and obviously done a lot of media and, and things this week. So hasn't exactly been the, the farewell that Ollie would have liked the last month or two. He hasn't sort of gone out with any, you know, massive race wins or anything. But if he can finish off with a, a winner or two today, I'm sure that'll... That'll just top it off, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's a guy we're going to see a bit in, in retirement. Though he looks like a guy that might head into in the media a bit, guys, and, and do a do a bit there. So I'm sure Ollie won't be lost to us. Good luck to Clint Hutchison, Jason Tan, and Alex Founds. Just the three of them in the ownership there of Munamek in the last. So, oh. uh, and they've um, big names, <laughs> yeah, and the family, the Hutchison family, and uh, have had a, a long association with Ollie over the years. Yeah, and I think he might be writing one for his his mum in the second last. I was reading that, and he's yeah, I think there's oh, some, a lucky fam- Lana. Mm, I think there's some family. Yeah, they left Lucky Lana out of Bunamek, I see. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Someone says a big rap on Dylan Gibbons for the ride on Diamond Diesel last night against Patton. No panic. Sky's limit for him. Cheers, Rob. That was a good ride last night, wasn't it, Diamond Diesel? Yes, it was, but his ride on Aquila was even better. Unfortunately for me, it was on Northern Eyes. He just owned that race from the front, a horse that had little form, but when the leader came out, he wanted the front, and that's where he won the race. And um, unfortunately for favourite backers like me last night there, he was able to hold off Northern Eyes and get the job done, so that was a terrific ride on Aquila. Jace, we're about to open the multi, mate, so we might just go around the grounds if that's okay and uh, and get everyone's selections. Uh, Brad, you've gone with Capacuri, is that right? No, I, do- I think I thought I went with a dollar forty pop. No, Capacuri <laughs> uh, on top for me at around four bucks. So I think you'll run top four. I think he should be favourite, like I said, and happy to have him on top there in race four. 
Uh, Darren, who did you put on top? We were waiting for yours, weren't we? Yeah, I'm going with Glory Days in race seven. Uh, this Irish import in his second preparation, they've gelded him. I thought his trial was solid. Uh, if the if the Mars a little bit short for him first up, he'll still be hitting the line quite hard, and uh, I think he'll run top four. Glory Days in the seventh. Mm. Yeah, I put accredited in in the multi this week. I thought uh, a very nice horse going places and. Um, he doesn't have to win, does he? But uh, I think he can certainly run in top four in that race and uh, continue on his forward progression. And I have gone with squad for reasons I sort of outlined before. Love it when they bring uh, the stable, bring their horses up to Sydney, trial well, and, uh, yeah, I think it'll run top four for sure. So $9 the multi, $25 maximum bet. Opens uh, now. You've got about 15 minutes, uh, depending on how quickly we get the liability reached. So uh, we've got Capacuri accredited, Glory Days and Squad, all to run top four. You'll find it under today. Uh, yep, sports and today's offers. And on the tab app, you'll find it uh, under racing offers. Uh, right what there. price sells? Uh, $9, so maximum bet 25 uh, 25 yeah, so Nice price. 225 Okay, well, that's not yeah. too bad, I suppose. Yeah. Get on. <laughs> it's all right, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, well, we'll see how that goes up against uh, old mate DS and his team yesterday, yeah? What, what price was their one yesterday? Don't remember. Don't know. That's okay. Well, you can look it up. <laughs> uh, they've had, they've had a few. They've had a few at 34 to 1. I think when they had the 34 to 1 one, about three people got on. So, well done, boys. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've got Tardelli in the first in a six-horse race. Yeah, I saw that. Acapella uh, Sons. Acapella <laughs> Louisville and Junquira. Right. Um, not sure what price oh. this was, but yeah. Darren, uh, gents, what is D Flindell's JLW for today? Need to fill up for Christmas shopping. Banker Mike. Mm, um, I'm not sure if Amazing Eagle will be leading a node there in the first, but... Um, no, there's or maybe um, the boogie horse. Time, time to, to boogie. boogie. Does he find the but front though? I'm not. I'm not certain. Don't think he no, will. I'm, I'm going to keep my powder dry, <laughs> and we'll come up with a JLW for next Saturday. <laughs> okay, does, all right. Does Zuforia fit that bill, Darren, or not for you? Say again. Does Zuforia fit that bill? It's going to jump uh, lead. Does it win? Yeah, quite possibly. Uh, the way Clarkey rode it to victory at the midweek there at Kensington, uh, she really did show good. Good speed, and that was a good kick down the straight as well. Uh, Jet Stanley's riding today, so this filly's only going to carry 50 and a half kilos. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. If there is a JLW today, it's Zoo for you. So, for those who don't know, JLW is Darren? Jump, lead, win. <laughs> Very good. That's what we like, don't we? <laughs> That's what we like. Um, all right, uh, what else have we got over here? Got um, the early crows coming. The early crows are coming as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. It says, Morning, boys. This week's Davo drinking game is off and running. Every time he mis- mentions the mysterious syndicates you have to drink, you end up plastered every Saturday. <laughs> anyway, Race 9, Ring of Rose are a good bet. Cheers, Steve. Well, Steve must uh, must get drunk pretty quickly because they've only mentioned it once today. So, <laughs> Steve, I hope it was a uh, must have must be a bit of a lightweight there, mate. Yeah, two can screamer, huh? Yeah, that's right. might have a schooner of Drambuie. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, someone says, "Get a flea collar for that dog, Darren." <laughs> 
Dear, oh dear. Yeah, he's, he was tapping away again there. <laughs> uh, what can you do? He's 12. I know, I know, that's right. He for can't help it, can he? For those playing at home, syndicate, 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 syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, the early opener. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't want. Um, yes, someone said yesterday's multi. Graham's from Crescent Head said yesterday's multi was playing seven fifty. Thanks, Graham. There we go. So doing a bit better than them. We'll if we get ours up, we'll win. <laughs> so we'll we'll wait and see. All right. Well, um, so the early crow. When does that come up? That comes up soon. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't, we'll do that now. Why don't we do it now? Why not? Get into yes. it. On Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Don't worry, because it's never too early. The Early Crow. <laughs> Righto, uh, who wants to go first? Dave, Ope, you go first. Well, we'll do a little recap of last week. Um, Hills, what was yours last week? Was it a protest or was it something else? What did you do, Hills? <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Uh, no, I went rustic. Deal to no, not. I, you know, that was the week before. Did you yeah. think about favourites? About one in one oh, in no, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. One a double figure odds, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah I said there'd be. I'll say, yeah, there'd be only one double figure odds. Or did I We're say? Not, that's right. God, who checks yeah, all no, these things? And there was two. <laughs> there was two. Oh, yeah. Bad luck, Darren. <laughs> Um, that sprint race, Insurrection, with your blessing, I took the pair of them on and uh, and uh, Insurrection got rolled a nose by recommendation, so I'll take the tick. Mm. <laughs> with your blessing was very, very plain, so well done there. I went uh, Mishani, what's the horse, Mishani Explorer, lay of the day up in the field and radio. Went 280 out to $6 and got beaten a nose, so we'll, we'll take that. All right, and then oh, I seem to remember you goaded Marlow into uh, tipping two horses, didn't you, to run top three or something? That Davo? was it. Yeah, mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which ones they were. Now I was just uh, too busy goading him. But uh, yeah, we'll give him a cross. Yeah, he's not, he's not here, here, so yeah, we can bag him. He's not here. He'll be listening. <laughs> All right, I'll start with the early crows today. I'm going to do a different one and just a bit of a market look, and I'm going to say what Boston Rocks 240 at the moment. Hells, is that right? Correct. I'm going to say he's going to start 280 plus. I just think they'll take him on. I, I like him, but I think the market will take him on. I think there'll be a lot taking him on late. So I'm just going to say he's going to start 280 plus in the market here. On the fixed? Yeah, on the fixed odds, yeah. Okay. All right. Darren, what's yours? Hi. Uh, I'll go with this Ruffy that I was tipping in the seventh. Excellent proposal. Sounds like $34 is the price now. Uh, we're super helpful and Lekvart coming out this morning. I think it's one that can run a place uh, at big odds or maybe uh, in a same race multi, putting it down to run fourth with a couple of your other picks. So uh, excellent proposal to finish top four. Okay. He's $8 fixed, twelve fifty on the giddy goat at the moment. So that's a pretty good price. Um, Hurls, what's yours? Yeah, mine's a bit different this week. I'm going with a Quinella. Okay. Now, I'll suggest mm. that you box... Three in the Quinella. If you have it for five dollars, uh, it costs you fifteen. Ten dollars thirty. Uh, Boston Rocks accredited and Silent Raindrops. Take a box Quinella with that. It'll Boston pay Rocks. handsome. And uh, yeah, that's mine this week. Okay. Uh, two of the Joe Pride runners and Silent Raindrops. Okay. Uh, mine is. Um well, I was I was going to put Robusto in there to uh, to run top three. I liked him today, fourth up, coming back from Melbourne, but he was scratched. So I'm going to go with Kerwin's Lane to have his last race start as a winner. 
I've been uh, really impressed with his last two performances. When I spoke with John this morning, he uh, he was uh, you know, very happy with the way he'd been running, and um, I think he can. I think he can go out a winner. Nashville Willow goes on barrier number eight now after the scratchings and coming through that uh, that form in the Ingham. I think it looks very uh, very strong compared to what he's racing against today. So I'll go let's hope him. you don't get castigated when we do the review this time. <laughs> well, next I won't week. be here, so it won't matter. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, it will. Yeah, we'll still castigate. Oh yeah, that's right. I'll just be listening. You know, so. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, what, so what's the best of the day, boys? I've landed on Boston Rocks, um, but like I said, I think you, you wait. I, I don't think there's an absolute standout, probably Emperor, but you know, do you want to take a dollar seventy-five? Um, that's a little query. Uh, so I'll go Boston Rocks, but I think Capricuri run well. But gee, it's an open day. It's a really sort of tricky program for mine. Um, I would have made it Lexbard, but uh, unfortunately scratched. Darren, what are you sort of labelling today? Uh, I'm taking the chance with accredited. I, I really like that Warwick Farm win that day. I, I didn't want to tip any of the, the shorty, so I'll go best each way, race six, number seven. All right, and what about you, Hurls? What's, uh... Yeah, I'll go an each way special in Miracle Spin in race eight. Mm. Uh, Miracle Spin, I think, is a sensational each way bet so uh, you look at 350 the place 13 dollars the win so maybe have um i don't know 30 percent 70 percent the place you tipped it too yeah. darren didn't you yes he trials he trialed in blinkers and i like the way he really savaged the line so first up here over the 1400 meters the trip might be a bit on the sharp side but he will be hitting the line well and he's always run well fresh someone says morning. Tra- sorry sorry go go uh, first at caulfield also what do you like? Say again. Uh, traffic Warden in the first at Caulfield. I think it'll bolt in. Mm. Oh, dollar seventy. You got, you got any 185. You're betting everywhere. Oh, says you. you just, your best bet the other week was at Rockhampton. Just go yeah, yeah, I, I like going wide. I was betting at Albany on Thursday during the week. Oxbridge up you go, son. Two dollars into a dollar fifty, and never, ever, ever looked like getting beaten. Thank God. just gave us a dollar fifty winner at Tarapa, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> did true. it win? Did it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll well, tell you if it won. Actually, I wasn't watching. Uh, while we're on you, while you're looking at that, someone texted. Yes, in. it won. There you go. So you're on fire. Yeah. And uh, it was more about Opie Bossom. While we're giving so. you a wrap, someone said Hurls also got us a Penko right last week. Uh, yes, I did. I put G on there. Um, I said it wouldn't run top six, and it finished in 12th spot. I don't want to have a go at a horse, but um, I, I just don't think it slipped up to the height. That horse, I thought it was a three-year-old. It was going to be absolutely well, top just, shelf. But, um, just yeah, had an in- interrupted preparation, didn't it, boys? Yeah, it mm-hmm. did. I was surprised that uh, my only query with sort of laying it as heavily as I did, and I did the week before as well, or its previous start, was the fact that Waller kept it up, and Waller knows what he's doing, obviously, so that was my only query, but um, yeah, no, it's, look, I've ran a couple of decent races in Melbourne, but as you said, a bit of a check at preparation, and possibly just been up too long. Definitely hasn't lived up to it, has he? Um, mm. The last couple, he's been disappointing, so maybe back to the drawing board, give him a, a break and, and come back next year. We know the talent's there, but He's probably a length or two off the, the bet, the good ones, but he, he should have been doing a lot more than he was the last couple, so I'm sure they'll probably give him a bit of a break and, and reassess next year. The problem with those sort of horses is because their rating's so high, and I won't get you started on ratings and horses making fields, Jesus, David, right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they just then get very difficult to place, don't they? 
You will get me started, Hills. Can we please <laughs> fix the rating system? Don't sick, push I'm sick and tired horse. of having the same conversation every well, don't. every don't month about these young progressive horses that everyone wants to bet on, and they can't get in the race because old old hundred to one pop that won a race twenty three years ago is still a hundred and two raider and, and clogging up the market. All right, enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, on another topic, it's a bit of a shame. Uh, was it yesterday? I think that uh, without a fight, Anthony and Sam Friedman put out a, a, a text um, saying that uh, without a fight, sustain a minor tendon strain won't be here for the autumn. So that's a shame. Yeah, very disappointing news. He's, mm. a, he's a star, isn't he? Mm. A star stayer, and uh, you make a case to say he's the, the best horse in, in Australia, right there, because what he did there in the Caulfield and Melbourne Cup, I mean, outstanding and. Look, the good thing is, is that it sounds like they'll be able to get him back for the the spring, and obviously that's again his sort of main target. I'm sure he would have had a light autumn anyway, so not not the worst, not not ideal, but um, back towards the spring. Look forward to seeing him again next year. Yeah. Uh, Multi's closed, by the way. It's uh, it's sold out. Oh, there you uh, go. So gee, people are keen on that one, eh? Kappa, so Kappa Kiri accredited Glory Days and Squad top four. Correct. Mm. Okay. Oh, well. Give them luck, eh? Wish them luck. Absolutely. All right. Well, that'll about do it, boys, I think, for today. Um, Thanks for stepping in, Jay. Yeah. You're, you're, hey, very good job. Not only run the, run the ship, but you're, you're doing form out in uh, Tassie these days as well. You're flying. <laughs> yeah. It's all round, though, we call him. We yeah. call him the, uh, the Mitch Marsh. Jack yeah. of all trades, master of none. That's what Mate, I, I call that <laughs> going, yeah. I call that going down to Tasmania as a golf trip with the races thrown in. <laughs> I don't mind the odd game, uh, Hills. Uh, Tassie, I'm starting to get into the Tassie form, uh, Jason. It's oh, a yeah. great place to bet, I reckon. It is. Because you've got the pool of horses. And, yeah. Um, yeah, just a really, really... Uh, enjoyed getting stuck into the Tassie form well, the last couple of months. Absolutely, yep, they all race each other week in, week out, and then if you get one down from the mainland, um, you know, often they can be a, a grade or two above. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... What it, was the wash-up with the inevitable? Yeah, just, uh, I, th- I, th- I think it was just, the, you know, the, the pattern, and it was a terrible rainstorm right on, in the middle of the race, yeah, just right. before the right. race and during the race. Um, he got a long way back, and I think it was just outridden by Craig Newitt on the night. So, yeah, anyway, there's some chat around people saying he's overrated that horse, but God, no. fair income. I no. mean, he had no luck at all in an Epsom. He's running the Epsom. Oh, it was the outstanding. Run of the he got, he should have won the Theo Marks. Mm, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, and he's run fifth in a Champions Mile. Like he, he's flying at the moment for a, you know, yeah. a horse of his age. So yeah, he's flying the, the flag. Um, mm. Thursday night, uh, I was actually on Sky One. We had four meetings abandoned on Thursday night. Tassie, mm. uh, Tamora, Bathurst, and there was one other. Oh, Some, Richmond. So, uh, so, was it? No. No, Richmond got abandoned as well. They yeah. all got started and they all got abandoned. Some of the rain around Wasn't the it the, uh, was it the sunny coast last, last night? No, um, Ipswich, was it? I actually had not watched a race from last night. I was out and about. Yeah, plenty of storms, but it is summer, isn't it? So, uh, so there we have it. All right, well, I'll let, let you get across the road, Darren, and um, good luck to you today. Good calling. Yes, good luck, everyone. And um, we'll just keep an eye on what price um, Traffic Warden goes out to if they do back one of the uh, the newcomers in that race, and we might get we might get better than the one eighty five post time. Mm, okay, we'll see how we go. Um, yeah, he's got out to one eighty five. Yeah, you never know. All right, Brad, good luck to you today too. 
Thanks, Jase. Thanks for stepping in. Yeah. You did a great job. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you, sir. Looking forward to today. Can't wait for it. Enjoy, everyone, and we'll be back again next week. It'll... Well, Hills might be on his six-week, six-month <laughs> holiday, but the rest of us will be yeah, here. Yeah, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll... I'm going to appear even though I'm, I'm on leaf. He'll be with his right. pina colada on his lounge chair somewhere <laughs> and, you know, next to a pool. Somewhere. With no shirt on. <laughs> of course. <laughs>